Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things visibility strategy, public relations, marketing, advertising, branding, and earned media engagement. My name is Veronica V. Sofer, and I'm your host. You know, your personal brand is the basis of your visibility strategy, and I'm committed to bringing you innovative, passionate, and successful experts who are going to teach you how to develop and enhance your visibility strategy. So whether you're an established business owner, online entrepreneur, or working professional, Saturday Soundbites is going to be your go-to podcast to hear from experts and learn executable tasks that you can start today. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to learn more about what you need to have a strong and impactful visibility strategy and to see some of the powerful courses I have created for those of you who are really ready to do it DIY style. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer. So excited to be here with you today because we get to talk about all the things I love that make up a visibility strategy. That includes public relations, marketing, advertising, networking, branding, all the things you need to have a strong visibility strategy, make an impact and connect with your target audience. And sometimes that has a lot to do with the design of your website and how you're able to connect with folks and bring them in to make those sales. So I've got a great guest that I'm going to bring on here in just a second. But before I do, I want to make sure we take care of some housekeeping by reminding you to hit subscribe. Listening to this podcast uh, is hopefully very brings you a lot of value and you don't want to miss any episodes. If you hit subscribe, you'll get notified every time a new episode drops. And if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, drop us some comments and my guest and I will be sure to connect with you. So we'll go ahead and get this episode kicked off today. I've got a fantastic guest joining Christy Cooper from Cooper and Hart. Hello and welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I was so excited to have you on. I know how important websites are, and we spend a lot of time talking about copy. We spend a lot of time talking about the strategy behind it, and I know you've got some expertise in the design space, so really excited about today's conversation. Yes. Great. So, Christy, before we get into the nuggets that I know people are going to want to be ready for, tell us a little bit about yourself. How does one become a website designer, expert, and an all-around um, consultant for people who are looking to grow their brand? Yeah. Uh, so I'm one of those um, rare birds who's been in the same field my entire working career. Oh, okay. Um, I started design, graphic design, when I was 17. So I've been doing it for 23, 24 years, aging myself there. Yes, um, <laughs> And so it just kind of gradually progressed. I have a, I, I went to university for it. I have a degree. Um, I worked at a design agency. And so I've kind of have a wide gamut of experience in all areas of design from print design to large graphics design. I did museum graphics, like all the way. And then of course, web design and the, learning more about user experience and stuff like that. And so it just kind of progressed that way. So when I went out on my own and started my own business, I kind of got more interested in the web design area and the sales page design area. Um, and so I just learned even more about that and dug even more about that. Cause as a designer, I'm always learning new things, especially when it comes to tech or new marketing stuff sure. or, you know, all of that that's going on. So 
that's kind of how I've progressed. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And would you say your expertise is in working with online entrepreneurs or how did you get into that space? You mentioned working at an agency and all those traditional, um, I guess, trajectories that you would expect for a professional designer. Yeah. Yeah. So while I was working at the agency, I started freelancing and I didn't want to, I didn't want to have any weird conflicts with local businesses because I was working at an agency. Sure. So I was like, well, I'm going to network in the online space. And so it kind of just naturally progressed from there. It's like, I started connecting with people in online business groups. And as I was learning how to build my own business, I was like, well, I can serve these other people who are building their online businesses. And so it just, it kind of naturally went from there. Like, cause I started out just offering anything and everything, right. It's like, I can do sure. anything, you know, yeah. <laughs> but like, as I got more experience, I was like, okay, I can narrow in and really focus in on helping um, service-based businesses in the online space. Um, so a lot of consultants, coaches, speakers, uh, service providers, all of those kind of um, a lot of solopreneurs and small team businesses. So, mm -hmm. and I, I really love working with the kind of smaller, more, uh, I don't know, they seem to have more passion for the people that yeah. they serve. And so, you know, I was a little burnt out from like those agency clients of like, yeah, oh, they, they just want to do like tire technology and they're just trying to figure out how they can make the most money or sure. oil companies or like they were just not as inspiring to work for, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I love that because you have to be aligned. Your values have to be aligned and you have to be inspired. And especially during COVID, I know for me, that was real important was working with people who energetically were a good match that I wanted to learn and grow from, but more importantly, wanted to get inspired by, because that's really when we were isolated, that's, I was looking anywhere and everywhere for inspiration. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm definitely inspired by a lot of my clients are doing like really amazing work in the world. And I like having like my small part of uh, supporting them doing that. Yeah. Well, that's great. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about how your website design helps you sell, because at the end of the day, we're, we're in, we're. Um, in commerce, we're trying to connect with our target audiences so that we can support them and whatever service we provide, learn how to tell our story about it. But from a business perspective, it's a sale. That's what we're trying to do. So how do we make sure that our website design is selling for us? Yeah. So you definitely want to make sure that you're thinking about your website as that marketing tool. Like you're saying, it's not just you put up a website because you're supposed to put up a website. Like, right, <laughs> let's right. not do that. Let's be intentional about it. Um, so the number one thing that I like to talk about and what I do with my clients is what is that primary action goal that we want people to take? So what is that action we want people to take when they come to our site? So you want to think about like, do I need them to book a call with me? Do I need them to get on my email list? Do I want them to click the buy button? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm your main focus, not that you can't have other focuses, but your main focus should uh, contribute to how you structure your site and how you do your call to actions and what kind of information you're giving people. Because um, mm -hmm. you're thinking about it more like you're guiding people to take action. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the mistakes that you see people making out there when it comes to their website design? Yeah. Uh, well, I see like some websites where they just put every single thing that they've ever done, like on the website, like they have like 12 things in their navigation. Oh, yeah. There's like 
all these different freebies, master classes, this course, that course, this service, this thing. And it's just overwhelming and confusing. And people don't know like where to click. Mm-hmm. And people are so easily confused, especially nowadays. We, you know, we, our attention is drawn in all directions. Um, we just, you just really want to focus in and narrow in on your focus on that. So that's mm-hmm. one mistake that I see. Um, another one is people kind of wasting the opportunity of when people land on their on your homepage and that kind of hero section that you see before you scroll. I see people doing things like welcome, my name is, and like, they're not really taking that opportunity to speak to the results or the transformation that their work offers people, right? What is that thing that people want from them? They should really be speaking to that as soon as possible. So people are like, oh, okay, this person's for me and I want to learn more. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? So say, let's take for an example, a a, a business coach or a, a life coach or someone in that space. When you go to the website and it currently says, hi, I'm Amy Jones. Uh, not that I know an Amy Jones. I made that up, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. So there's an Amy Jones there. I'm sure your website's beautiful. Um, how do you convert that or pivot that message? Like you mentioned that hero section there. How, how do you take those first few steps to make sure you're doing, what, Christy, what you're suggesting? How do you immediately get your promise out there or the value you bring at the, at the instant? Yes. You definitely want that headline to speak. And I know we're getting more into copy messaging here, but like, it's such, it's so tied in with design. Like I can't separate them. (laughs) Um, You want to do something like, so like, say you're a business coach and you help people make more money. You want to speak to that. You're like, I help whoever your person is. I help women make reach hundred K, you know, a year or whatever. Like you, it can be as like straightforward as that, but you might like tweak it depending on what your natural voice is. Mm -hmm. Um, And you might think about like, what do you tell people when you say what you do? Like, I help you do this. Like that kind of standard, I help you statement. Sure. Um, You could start with that and then kind of tweak it. Or you could also go on the like struggle side of things. Like what is their problem? Like, right. um, Maybe you're like a sleep consultant, you know, like, you know, <laughs> I can help you right. sleep through the night kind of thing. Like I help adults sleep through the night, like and clarify, like I'm for grownups versus kids. Like I have kids. So that's what I was thinking. No, um, I think that's, that's really great. And that's a great example because I think oftentimes, you know, we might read that or someone might be listening to the podcast and they're like, Oh, great, Christy. Yeah. But how do I do that? Like, what are the words that I use? Mm-hmm. Because we know that the design is so important to attract and prevent that, that, um, you know, that scroll to just move on off the page. But sometimes that copy has to immediately catch their attention. So the design, like you said, can guide them to the next, the next part that you want them to read. Yes. Yeah. You really want to catch their attention. You really want to think about what are the questions people have in their head when they're visiting your site? Like, are you for me? Like, and then they want to know more about you. Like, they, they do want to know, like, can you help me is like their top question, right? right. So you want to answer that as quickly and easily as possible before you get into more details um, about how you actually help them. Mm-hmm. And how far down do you think you need to go? So thinking about going back to the design function of a website, and I know that there's um, distinctions between a mobile 
um, design and a traditional desktop design. But thinking about both, what is the perfect little, not perfect, but where's the sweet spot in having your call to action or those buttons you talked about earlier, buy now, reach out, join today? Like, where's the right spot for that? Oh, uh, lots of places. <laughs> so um, I like uh, the your main call to action. So let's say your main call to action is book a call. Mm -hmm. I would like to see that look like a button on the right most link of your navigation because that's the one that our eyes are drawn to the easiest on a site. Um, and then you will probably repeat that in that hero section after that kind of headline and subtext, put it there. And then after that, you want to put it in like a natural place where it goes with the copy. So okay. you talk about something, you're like, okay, I can help you book a call to get started. But you do want to repeat it. And that repetition helps people think, okay, this is the next step if I want to move forward. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So what are some other tips that you want people to be thinking about right now that they can do to make a difference in their design? Because again, we're all running businesses and we're trying to make the sale. So how can our website design help us with, with sales? So you want to make sure that the look and feel of your site is professional and it doesn't have to be like professional, like corporate buttoned up professional, but just that it looks like you've put some intentional care into the design of your site and you're not like, well, I just kind of threw this up and it's kind of a mess and my kid might've done it for me. You know, like you yeah. want it to look like you care about your business. And I think that plays a big factor in credibility and trust. Um, I know there was one study somewhere that said like 75% of people judge the credibility of a web page based on how it looks, not on what it says. Yeah. Um, so you do want to make sure that you're kind of get, making that first impression like a good one. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really important, especially if you're trying to gain credibility and trust um, for your people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would, I would say that that's probably more subconscious than we think. Um, and yeah. so I'm glad you said it the way you did, because I think we're not cognizant of it when we're looking at someone's website until we realize that we don't like it. We're like, yeah, okay. it's a very gut instinct. Um, you know, we just take in visuals really quickly, our brains do. Um, and so we, we tend to have a gut instinct to the look of something, whether we realize it or not. And so we'll have this feeling of like, yes. oh, I like this person or, oh, I don't like this person based on how it's presented to us, mm -hmm. right? It yeah. has nothing to do. They've never talked to you. Like they don't know, like you could yeah. be a perfectly wonderful person and they just, they just judge it based on that. So. Yeah. I'm guilty. <laughs> <laughs> everyone does it. Like I do it. Everyone does it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, what else, what other tips do you have for folks as they're thinking about this? Cause I'm sure you've got a lot of people contemplating right now what their website is, the questions they're answering or not answering. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, let's see. What have I not talked about yet? So if you are a more personal brand, which most of us are in some way, you do want to make sure you're using photos of you on your site. Like you looking at the camera, um, basically looking at the viewer, um, because that forms that personal connection. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really important. So I know sometimes people are like, I don't want to get professional photos, but they're so valuable. Yeah. Um, and you can use them in so many ways, right? You know, um, so I think that's really um, important. And then just, just being really making sure you're making it easy for people to understand what that next step is. So going back to that action goal, 
making sure it's really clear. Cause I've gone to sites where like, I can't find how to contact someone. I'm like, where's the contact information? Like just, just make things easy for people mm-hmm. to work with you or contact you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's great advice. That's super great advice. Now, Christy, what are some of the ways that people can work with you? How can, because you've given us some really great content already and I feel like I need to um, log off immediately and go check out my website <laughs> <laughs> before you do. Um, but no, I, how do people connect with you and what are some of the services that you offer them that could really help them address that? Because you, we talked about branding. Um, and it's, it's, yes, it's visuals. Yes, it's copy. But more importantly, it's all of the above working together mm-hmm. to really um, make sure that your brand is getting across to the right people in the way you want it to be conveyed. Yes. Yeah. So I offer custom design services um, and I have a, I actually exclusively offer them via a VIP design day container. Um, which just is like a really streamlined process. I've been doing it for two and a half years. So I, I've got it nailed down. Um, and my clients love it because they can see their stuff come to life really quickly. And they yeah. have a date on the calendar when they know their stuff's going to be done. Um, unlike traditional projects, which I used to do, which would like they would drag on for months and right. months. And it was just like, with the type of clients I was serving, they didn't really need that kind of like extensive kind of project work. Um, so that's the main way I work with custom design clients. And then I have um, a baby uh, template shop that I am working on adding new products to, um, but it's a template shop for uh, websites and sales pages, um, primarily on WordPress right now, but I will be adding some Canva templates soon, which are exciting for those like yeah early, early people who are just getting started and you just need something to send people to, right? Yeah, that's fantastic. I love it. You had me at Canva. (laughs) Yeah, everyone loves Canva. Canva added uh, websites, um, which are really just web pages. They add a single web page. Um, But it's kind of fun because you can connect a custom domain to it, you know, and so you can and you can add some basic links and stuff. Um, So I think it's a great way for people who are just getting started to just get something up that looks decent and like they can, you know, share with people. Um, yeah. And I think, awesome. uh, yeah, I, I love it. it. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Okay. Christy, you have given us a lot to think about. Um, I want to make sure that everyone knows we've got your website here, a uh, cooper and and all your links will be in the show notes so that people can connect and reach out and learn more, uh, more about you and all the things you do. Yeah. Thank you. All right, everybody, we're going to wrap up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. So appreciate Christy joining us. I'm Please be sure to connect with her. Her content is really awesome, and design is imperative to making connections with your audience. So if you want to learn more about how your website design can help you sell, connect with her. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. As always, I am thrilled to connect with you. You can always find me at veronicavsofer.com. And I'm sending you lots of positive energy and life for this week. Have a great one.